0: without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from rust You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. Lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself
1: is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own Now time. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. Each episode, we take one real-world business story and apply a key investing lesson to help you build your investor toolkit. If you are joining us for the very first time, welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode number one. Now, while we are licensed, we are not aware of your personal circumstances. All information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only. With that said, let's crack on. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Wren. How are you?
2: I'm very good, Bryce. Just adjusting everything. You're forgetting we're licensed. I'm forgetting how a microphone works. We're, uh, we're starting well today. Yes, we're getting towards
1: Christmas, we're, yes, yeah, we're in they, the countdown stage.
2: They say in Australia after the Melbourne Cup, it's downhill from there, okay. And I downhill,
1: is in we're heading towards summer, yeah, like yeah. your
2: productivity goes downhill, <laughs> your motivation <laughs> goes downhill,
1: your investing returns <sighs> hopefully Mate, don't uh, go downhill. The
2: Melbourne Cup was this week as we record, next week as we release, and I feel like we're on the downside
0: smoke here's and trip down the: outside.
1: Well, speaking of Melbourne cut wren, that is what has uh, triggered the thought for this episode, and uh, we're going to debunk one of Australia's most common phrases that investing is like. Gambling.
2: I don't think it's unique to Australia.
1: Fair call. Yeah. Yeah. A global saying for those that aren't invested in the stock market. One of the most common reasons for those not investing is that oh, but it's just too much like gambling. And the Melbourne Cup uh, is the news for those that uh, don't live in Australia. The Melbourne Cup is Australia's largest or uh, most famous horse race. Both. Both. Largest and most famous. Is the
2: Everest now the richest?
1: It's The Everest is the richest, but I think the Mel- Melbourne Cup is known to stop the nation. Yes. Yes. So we've taken that story. We're going to have a look at some of the big numbers that come out of the Melbourne Cup in terms of gambling and then provide the lesson that investing is not like gambling and give a few reasons as why.
2: Yeah. If you're at the pub, if you're at a family lunch, if you're at an f- extended family Christmas and you hear someone say investing is just like gambling. You have to be lucky or, you know, it's it's just too risky. This will be your ultimate rebuttal. But let's start by talking about the news of the week, which is that Australia has a gambling problem. Yes, Ac- yes. According to the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare, a government agency, Australia lose the most per capita gambling. From 2018, 2019, we lost approximately $25 billion on legal forms of gambling, which represents the largest per capita loss in the world, which I was, I was surprised by. Really? I, for some reason, I thought maybe like a China or maybe from a per capita perspective, maybe like a Monaco or, you know, some, yeah, anyway, I was surprised. Yeah, fair. I wasn't. Americans love to punt, but a lot of their gambling is still illegal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Big money, big dollars, Ren. Let's take a look at some of the numbers that did come out of how much we gambled across the Melbourne Cup. Three quarters of a billion dollars was wagered on races across the four-day carnival. Now, the Melbourne Cup is one race, but it is an event down in Victoria. Horses are run over four days. Yeah, so... So 250 million. Well,
2: no, seven hundred and fifty. Sorry, 750 million. So 2021 numbers, 2022 aren't out yet, but... 2021 numbers: $724 million bet across the four-day carnival. $224 million bet on just race seven at Flemington, the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Well, no, it, it, well, I believe it. but
1: It's just staggering figures. $224 million put through a horse race. No wonder that we are classified as the biggest country for gamblers per capita
2: biggest country for losses
1: losses losses we just need to be
2: better gamblers <laughs> yeah that's true so uh nine years ago 2012 or 10 years ago 2012 um we did 150 million dollars we bet 150 million dollars on the melbourne cup 2021 nine years later we bet 224 million dollars so that's growing at five percent a year even though i guess the interest in the the cup perhaps is waning a little bit
1: yeah nut up to the cup
2: yeah Anyway, let's say nup to gambling and get on with the lesson of the day because we're going to try and do this in 15 minutes. Yes, Um, Investing is like gambling. Wrong. One of the most common things we'll hear from people who don't invest and it's not. And we're going to prove that in the next 10 minutes. But let's start with why people think that.
1: Why people think investing is like gambling? Well, people just see it as you're putting your money on something that you have zero control over and... The ability to win or lose feels like the same as the ability to win or lose in gambling. Mm. Is often how I think people saying that think about stocks. Yeah, you're just going. It's just like going to the casino and putting your money on red or black. Yeah, you have no control of the outcome. It's just luck.
2: Yeah, in, in its simplest form, you're putting money onto something. There's an element of risk, and you're you're hoping to get more money back. From an element's perspective, it looks similar. But we've got four key reasons why it's not the case. And then as we were preparing, we've just started putting multiple bonus reasons in. So we'll get to them. (laughs) But Bryce, why is investing not like gambling? Reason number one.
1: Ren, reason number one is your expected return. When you gamble over a long enough time horizon, you will eventually lose all of your money. Always. House always wins. Yeah. Always.
2: And so, like, eventually lose all of your money because the house has an edge, even if it's a 1% edge, so it's 51% to- of the time the house wins over a long enough time horizon.
1: We've got to stress that as well because yeah. the argument here will be, oh, that's bullshit, but well, time horizon. Lucky no one can
2: <laughs> respond to us on the pod. True. Um, long enough time horizon, 100 years, 40 years, for some games, Forty minutes you'll lose all your money.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> 40 minutes. So that is number 1 you will expected return but the flip side.
2: So your expected return gambling in general is negative. Over a long enough time horizon it's 0. Like you'll lose everything. It's negative -100%. Your expected return in investing is not. Your expected return is positive. Yeah. And whilst Past performance is no indicator of future performance and all of that. There's no fixed odds like gambling, so you can't calculate it mathematically. But you can look historically and see that your expected return is positive based on history. That's reason one. But more importantly, your expected return is positive because of what you are investing in. And when you are investing, you're investing in the stock market, you're buying an ownership stake in a company, and you are all of the people that work for the company are going to work to make you more money it's a fundamentally different proposition than when you're gambling yeah even if it looks the same in terms of putting money into something element of risk and expecting more money in the future yeah
1: Yeah. a stat that i like to remind myself as well is when we're thinking about expected returns if you take the asx over the last hundred years there isn't a single 20-year period that you would have started investing And over that 20 years, at the end of it, you would have lost money. There there isn't a 20-year period where you will find that you have come out on the negative.
2: There you go. So, you could say your expected return when you're gambling over a 20-year period is negative. Your expected return when you're investing in the stock market is positive. Yeah. Yeah. Based on history. Yes. So that's reason number one, your expected return. There is a bias for returns in investing and there is a bias for loss in gambling. Take me to reason number two, Bryce.
1: Ren, reason number two is it's not zero sum. So what do we mean by that? When you go to the casino and put money down, if you win, I'm taking your money, Ren.
2: Or the casino's money. Or the casino's money. And more likely than not, if you're gambling, the casino's taking your money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. It's just a transfer of dollar for dollar between casino and player, player and casino. So that's what we call a zero sum game. There's no wealth creation here, there's no value add. It's just money in, money out.
2: Yeah. There's a fixed pool of money that gamblers bring into a casino. Well, there's a fixed pool of money, yeah, in a game. Whereas in the stock market, it's different. The pie grows, there is a wealth creation effect. And as the global economy gets more productive and, you know, there's more people working and the pie is growing, the stock market then grows and you, you, it's actually, it's not zero sum, it's positive sum.
1: Yeah, it's positive. It's great for society. Well, Wealth creation. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You could argue. <laughs> um, but, but that is, that's that's number two, po- It's not zero sum, Yeah, it's positive sum for investors involved. Round number three, what have we got?
2: Your risk is not absolute. So when you're gambling, it's it's binary in in most games. Uh, But think about like putting a bet on a horse, given we're talking about Melbourne cup or putting money into a pokey, you wager a set amount of money and you either lose that money or you win. You know, every time you you spin the pokies, that money's gone, or you win something. It's it's a lot more binary. Yeah,
1: investing is. Although not- there are instances where, what did you, what did one of the team members try and do for the Melbourne Cup, where it was like a, you you, you choose six horses for the top four, and you could have still lost money even if you got the bet right.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 but but like still, the money that you wager is then in the system. Yeah. You either. Yeah. yeah. You your risk is absolute because that money's gone. And like, don't tell me that Sportsbet now offers a cash out option because like that's an exception. But like in general gambling, you put your money in and then you let it ride. Whereas investing, you put your money in and you can take it out as you go. So for most forms of gambling, your your risk is 100%. Like what you put in is then in play, and you either win or you lose 100%. But if you're wrong as an investor, you can pull your money out at any time, you can sell. And so you can realize you're wrong and get 80% of your money back. So the risk is less absolute when you're investing. Yeah,
1: it's not like I can put down 20 on blackjack and then halfway through try and pull 10 out.
2: Well, hold on, you don't put-
1: Don't you put like 20 on like a number?
2: No, you're thinking of roulette. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, the same with blackjack. Like when you put, uh, when the, before they deal the hand, you put, you put money yeah. there, then you get your hand and either you're going to win the hand yeah. or that money's gone. Yeah. yeah.
1: Nice. So just to recap, we've got, uh, there is, you got to think about your expected return. Uh, it is not a zero sum and risk is not absolute. Yeah. Now, fourth Ren.
2: In investing, your upside is unlimited. Yeah, yeah. So you bet on Gold Trip to win the Melbourne Cup. I don't know what it was paying, but let's say it was 10 to 1 odds. You put 10 bucks on, you win 100 bucks. The odds are fixed. Or if you're playing poker, it's the money on the table. It's what everyone else has. That's the pot. That's the money that you can win. Your upside is fixed. In investing, your upside is unlimited. You take that 10 bucks that you were going to put on Gold Trip and you put it on a company and you let that money compound over time it's it's infinite yeah love that, it that 10 bucks i mean if you nailed the investment <laughs> could be anything
1: it could be and there's ex- plenty of examples throughout history where putting $10 on amazon when it was $2 nets nets you millions of dollars yeah yeah years later there was the- a guy
2: that went all in on tesla about five years ago, three years later, retired.
1: Wow! Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, show me a gambler who's done that.
2: Well, and I think so. So obviously, like that—that's really exciting. Your upside is unlimited. Like that—that's great. But there's also a really important point underneath that, which means you need to be right less. Yeah. So if if you're right a couple of times as an investor and you just let that thing ride, you're good. But if you put if you back the truck up and put all your money on gold trip to win the melbourne cup and you're right that's great but your upside is capped it's not going to keep compounding you can't ride that one correct call to retirement yeah you got to come up next year and pick the next melbourne cup winner and you're not going to do it twice so but you know old mate who retired with one correct call on tesla or there was a generation of fund managers that became wealthy and built huge businesses by being right about like Apple, Amazon, Microsoft in the mid-2000s. You don't have to be right that often as an investor because when you're right, your upside is unlimited. Yeah.
1: Well, Rand, I'm conscious. We are getting to close to our 15 minutes. So, we those are the main four. If you're at the barbie across Christmas time and, and someone's saying investing is just like gambling, you can discuss your expected return. It's not zero sum. Risk is not absolute. And In investing, your upside is unlimited, but we have two quick bonuses to close out. If that is not enough to convince your friends to start investing, Ren, the fifth bonus is?
2: Well, the first bonus, the fifth reason, investing losses are tax deductible. Gambling losses are not.
1: Yes. Do we want to elaborate?
2: I think that's all we need to say. Nice. And And what's the final bonus?
1: (laughs) Well, I feel like investing is you actually get smarter engaging in investing rather than gambling
2: yeah okay i saw you put this in and i was like oh someone would probably be like well if i play a lot of poker i get better at poker
1: yeah that's fair you may be getting better at poker but investing i'm getting it better at understanding multiple industries money management behavioral psychology yeah <laughs> like yeah, plenty yeah. of plenty saying. of yeah, things yeah, there's plenty yeah. of things that go into like we're about investing. to
2: we're about to do an episode on equity mates where we're going to talk about you know the paper and packaging industry we're going to talk about the airline industry and we're going to talk about one of australia's biggest banks exactly like you you get a really broad understanding of the economy and the people moving it and yeah you don't get that by being really good at poker no yeah Although I would love to be really good at poker. <laughs> <laughs> Not
1: sure. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, Ren, let's leave it there. Those are four easy reasons that you can argue against your mates if they do say investing is just like gambling and a quick bonus, couple bonus at the end there as well.
2: And so the toolkit lesson uh, are those reasons. But it's also the knowledge that next year when the Melbourne Cup comes along, take whatever you're going to put on the horses and put it in the stock market instead.
1: Nice. General advice only. But Ren, we'll leave leave it there and pick it up next week. Sounds good. (laughs)
0: only from rustolium